Oh, my God. 
five minutes after 6 a.m. Good morning, everybody. My name is Nachum Siegel. Welcome to a Tuesday. Today is Yom Ha'atzma'ut, Israel Independence Day. We say Chag Sameach from JM in the AM.
לא נתתי כרם על כל גבעות הגיר, עוד לא הכל עשיתי ממש במו ידיי, עוד לא הכל ניסיתי, עוד לא אהבתי די. אני עוד לא כתבתי את זיכרונותיי, עוד לא בניתי לי את בית חלומותיי. איי, עוד לא אהבתי די, הרוח והשמש על שאת פה ואת כל כך יפה, ממך אני בורח כמו ממגפה. עוד יש הרבה דברים שרציתי לעשות, את בטח תסלחי לי גם בשנה הזאת. תביני יא, עוד לא אהבתי דם, הרוח והשמש על פניי. עוד לא אמרתי דם, Oh, 
lips to sing your praise, my heart to feel the joy. Let me have the gift for which I'm yearning. Another night in Israel. Desert flowers blooming in the spring, the grapes upon the vine. In the moonlight, and we fall in love in Israel. Wherever you go, I will go, having to follow my heart, riding the wings that. Shares from our souls. A time to mend, a time to gather stones, a time for peace in Israel. Let me hear the voice of bride and groom, of laughter in the streets. The prayers of our children, so they need not fear in Israel.
in the AM, Chag Sameach, Mo'adim Lusimchali, Gulash Leima. It is the 66th birthday of the State of Israel on this, the 6th of ER. Hope you had a uh, just an incredible and amazing morning so far. And if you're listening in Israel itself, my gosh, how lucky you are to be celebrating in the Holy Land and being part of the national and international celebration of Yom Ha'atzmaut, Israel. Independence Day. My thanks to Robert Katz for doing an appropriate program yesterday for Yom HaZikaron, Israel Memorial Day. And here we are to celebrate today as we continue all the way until 9 o'clock this morning with amazing programming and great music for you. Plus, Mayor Weingarten is going to join me and we'll speak about the 66th birthday of the State of Israel. It's all happening this morning here at JM in the AM. I'm Yisrael Chai with the cast of Pioneers for a Cure led by Neshama Kalbach. Ilanit with Eretz, you heard Naomi Shemer's Machar, In Israel, done by Sam Glazer, Wave Your Flag. That is a great idea today. The flags are waving here in studio, believe it or not, in Jersey City. Wave your flag no matter where you are. And if you are waving your flag, let us know. Email us, text us, I don't know, Facebook message us. Let us know where you're waving your flag today so people can see it out there proudly. Adon Alam, done by Uzi Chitman. Yoram Gaon's Odla Hafti Dai. Hora with Avi Toladano. And of course, Regesh Modani opening things up. And we say Chag Sameach. Moadim Simchali Gulash Lema on this uh, 66th birthday of the State of Israel. 23 minutes before 7 o'clock. As I said, Mayor Weingarten is going to join me coming up here at JM in the AM. We will be celebrating together later on. Well, you know what? I'll tell you what's happening later on this morning on the stream. I'll save that for when Mayor's here. I think he'll find it fascinating. News from Israel scheduled for the top of the hour. We'll do that. And, of course, we'll be celebrating all morning long here at JM in the AM. Thanks so much for tuning in. Thanks so much for participating. Make sure to email us, Facebook message us, let us know what's happening out there. There's a rumor that a TABC student is part of today's international Bible contest in Israel. There is a rumor that a student from TABC, and I would bet that there are students from other schools and other neighborhoods as well, uh, is participating in today's International Bible Contest. If you know anything that's going on in Israel regarding our scholars, the young men and young women who are impressing the world with their Torah and Tanakh scholarship, let us know on this Yom Ha'atzmaut here at JM in the AM.
in the AM, Lenny Solomon, and we owe Lenny a Mazel Tov. Uh, let's, uh, let's give Lenny Solomon the uh, Mazel Tov he deserves. I don't know if it was last night or tonight. I think it was last night. A uh, Yom Hatzma'ut celebration down in, I think it was Virginia. I have an idea. Let me actually look it up. So I can give you accurate information about Lenny and what he's been doing over the last 24 hours. Uh, Lenny, um, oh, and in fact, there are pictures of it. Holy cow. He gets a crowd wherever he goes, this guy. It's unbelievable. Uh, Lenny Solomon is uh, trying very hard, and in fact, he's about to succeed, thank God, in covering all 50 states. He will have played a Schlockrock concert in every one of our 50 states here in the U.S. Day one of the Schlockrock Last Seven States Tour. He arrived in Charleston, West Virginia. It's state number 44, which is everybody a happy Independence Day. And there are pictures of the crowd uh, online on Facebook. Really nice. Oh, unbelievable. So that was Lenny last night. Tonight, day two, after his sold-out Charleston, West Virginia show, he is going to be in Hattiesburg, Mississippi, on his way to Jackson, Mississippi. He'll drive from Jackson to Hattiesburg, and he'll have a 6.30. It could, you have to maybe move it to another one. Uh, he'll have a 6.30 show in Hattiesburg, Mississippi tonight. And Lenny writes, see you all there. Yeah, we'll be there. All right, Lenny. Unbelievable. That'll be state number 45 in his attempt to get all 50 states in. And it looks like during this tour, in fact, he will. So Mazal Tov, Lenny Solomon. That was his hine. Um, Lo Yanum. Mayor Weingarten is here, and I have two words for him. Chag Sameach. Chag Sameach. Mo'adim l'simcha li'gulash lema. Amen. Am I allowed to wear the flag like this, like the soccer I, players I, do? I'm not sure, but it's cool anyway. <laughs> Does Israel's national team have this custom of wearing the flags as they run around the field? Do they do that, or you've know. never seen it? I, I'm not a big sports fan. Because there you are, know. you know. Yes. There I are do. countries where they're well, machmed for the soccer yeah. stars. To actually wear their flag. You can take a selfie afterwards <laughs> and, uh, and put take it a up ball? and post it. And, <laughs> and see if people like it or not? Yes. Why? Do you think it would be insulting? I don't think it's insulting. It's being done in a reverent manner. Like, I, I'm dressing myself in the flag. I'm so well, into my country. the question is if, the, if, if it's possible to dress yourself in a flag <laughs> in a reverent manner. <laughs> I think it's cool. You should have brought me one of those Israeli flag scarves. That would have covered everything. No, but this is cool. Isn't it nice? I think it is. And we have other flags that are flying. Flags are flying in our Jersey City studio. A, 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 just a little bit, a little bit of a taste of what's happening in Israel today on this Independence Day as we wish a happy 66th birthday to the state of Israel. And, um, it was funny. You said to me that, uh, you are completely unfamiliar with the Haftorah of Yom Atzmaut, because when Yom Atzmaut is on a Monday or Thursday, which it's not today, we actually read a Haftorah without brachot. There are those who do. There are those who do. And you're unfamiliar with it because the only other time it's read is Achron Shal Pesach, and right. you have not been outside of Israel Achron Shal Pesach in a long, long time. Yeah. I hope you enjoyed your Pesach this year. I... I I'm busy on Pesach. Really? Pesach is work time a for A lot me. of people, like, you're not like the pizza shop owner who gets a, a week off during Pesach. You're not like that guy. No, no. <laughs> but Baruch Hashem, we had uh, two groups in Israel for Pesach this year. Wow. Uh, 
Uh, of course, every year we have Rabbi Luxtein in the KJ group, and they had the largest group ever, about 230, 240 people. Holy cow. And we had another group from the Spanish-Portuguese synagogue, oh. Rabbi Mayor Soloveitchik. My gosh, you were one busy man. And uh, You were pouring wine all night long. I was, <laughs> I was Baruch Hashem busy, but it was very successful. So people say, how was your Pesach? I say it was successful. Very nice. Baruch Hashem. Um, all right, so uh, we say hello to everybody who's tuned in in Israel. And if you are in Israel, please message us, email us, let us know what's happening out there. We are going to get to the Chidona Tanakh in a moment, which is one of the things we always talk about here at JMNAM. But you asked me a question off the air a minute ago. You said, who presented at the Mizrahi last night? The Mizrahi, Apollo Mizrahi on the east side, one of the few places, or maybe I should say it differently, one of the many places where one, one outside of Israel can observe Yom Atzmud. And have a wonderful time. And uh, last night, a, a name from the past. I don't know if you remember this gentleman, Mark Langfan. Remember Mark Langfan? He, the maps. Right. Yes. The map man. The map man. Go to marklangfan.com. Uh, and he brought his maps last night. And he, of course, I think in the mid-90s after Oslo is when his uh, presentation really was very, very hot. Right. And last night he delivered a great speech at the Mizrahi and... Uh, we were able to review, Chazara is very important, you know, and we were able to review why Judea and Samaria, in, in addition to other places as well, but Judea and Samaria are so critical to the future of the Jewish people, the future of the Middle East, the future of Christians in that area. I mean, he's, he, I'll tell you, he, he does it so, he's such a good Balmazbir right. that you'd think to yourself, well, this is all too simplistic. But no, he lays it out there and hey. It's excellent. And it's right there. That's excellent. And, you know, you talk about places that had a Yom Atzmod celebration. Yeah. Well, last night in Flatbush. Yeah. There was a uh, shul. People call it Rottenberg shul. It's a shtibel, actually. It has an official name. I can't remember it right now. But May I tell it to you? Yeah, and I have it here also, so I, sh- I should wait. Here it is. It's um, Congregation Base Moshe Shmiel. That's the name of the congregation. That's the name of the congregation. Here we go. We both have the same piece of paper. This is on East 28th Street between Quentin and R. I guess we'd call that Flatbush? Yes. Okay. What happened there last night? And last night they had, for the first time ever, a uh, Yom Ha'atzma'ut celebration. And there were 450 people, standing room only. People had to leave because there wasn't enough room. Holy cow. Malcolm Holmline spoke. And, um, and, and, and what's beautiful about this, they didn't, they had a regular Mariv. They had Mincha, then they had speeches, whatever, and then Mariv, Sirat Homer, so forth. You don't have to say hello, but, but I think you do have to show that this is a special day. And that's the way they wrote it. Please join with our community as we gather together to express our Hakarat Hatov. Well, they wrote Hakaras Hatov to HaKadosh Baruch Hu, show our gratitude to God who has blessed us with a thriving and dynamic homeland, the state of Israel, where all Jewish people are free to live their lives and pursue their ideals. That is amazing. And I hope, uh, first of all, I want to congratulate everybody there. My, my contact there is a wonderful fellow by the name of Israel Shiner, who's very often at forefront of these kind of activities. And um, I congratulate Rabbi Rottenberg and everybody who was involved in this. And and at the end, they they were afraid they wouldn't get enough people. And, and they're and in the hundreds. Busting at the seams and literally had to turn people away. Unbelievable. Call out to everybody who's recognizing the day in whatever way you are. A big, big, big uh, Yom Atzmot celebration. It's 66 
You know, it's funny. I was thinking about this on Shabbos as we were preparing to change the big scoreboard in the Mizrahi from 65 to 66. <laughs> yeah. That's my responsibility. Is that really? Yes. Probably because it's a little higher. Very good, yes. Okay. <laughs> I am that the and the light bulb. <laughs> right. I am the one <laughs> who's responsible every year on Matzai Shabbat before Yom Atzimah to change the big scoreboard that keeps track of how many years the State of Israel has been around. Okay. And as I'm changing it from 65 to 66, I'm saying to myself, you know, I remember the 25 and the 35 and the 40 and the 45. And now it's like, I'm not saying it's 200 plus years like the United States, but now we're getting into some serious numbers. Oh, yeah. Now we're, now we're closer to, you know, to 75 than we are to 50. And there are people like my mother, she should live and be well, who, who remember the first. 100%. It's unbelievable. It's America's one and only Jewish moments in the morning radio program. Heard on listeners sponsored WFMU East Orange, WMFU Mount Hope, Rockland County at 91.9 on the FM dial. Uh, around the world on the web, jmandtheam.org. Please keep in mind Moshe Dove ben Miriam Rifka for Rafur Shlema. Moshe Dove ben Miriam Rifka for Rafur Shlema, and we thank you for that. Chidon, excuse me, Chidon Atanach does include some members of the United States. Yes. Some youngsters from these parts. Yes. Elisheva Friedman. Hey, Elisheva. Sophia Freudenstein. Hey, Sophia. And Daniel Pizer. Those were the ones I was able to glean from so far. From Donnie Pizer, according to listener Dahlia, from TABC and Teaneck, New Jersey, was in the Chidon Atanach diaspora and came in second place among the diaspora participants. Nice. He was in Chidon Atanach today, and we'll try to find out how he did and how everybody did. Uh, meanwhile, our news from Israel is coming up next, and plenty more on this Chag HaAtzma'ut. Mo'adim l'simchali, gulash lema. We will include your phone calls if you want to participate. You also could join us via Facebook message. You could join us by email. Whatever method you need or, or need to use to get in touch with us, make sure you do so so we can get your messages on the air on this Chag HaAtzma'ut. How's your mangal going? If it's going well, we want to know about it. How would you translate mangal? Barbecue? Barbecue, yeah. How's your mangal? Are you mangaling? Is it a verb in Israel to mangal? Le mangel. Le mangel, baby. Yeah. <laughs> ah, so, it. by the way, in the Chidon Tanakh, there yeah. was an upset. Is that the teaser? Yeah. There's an upset in the Chidon Tanakh. They, they might announce it on the news. <laughs> Let's get people to stay tuned in. Mayor Weingarten will have that and plenty more as he'll... Uh, Tell us about the news from Israel and then move into hour number two of our Chag Ha'atzma'ut celebration. Happy 66th birthday, Israel, from all of us here at JM in the AM. חתן התנ"ך העולמי הוא איתן עמוס, בן 18 מטורונטו, קנדה, שהתגורר בעבר בישראל. אמרו לי על קנדה שפעם קנה דירה, קנה דירה מקנדי טוב. וחתן התנ"ך העולמי, כאמור, לראשונה נציג קנדה, תושב טורונטו, תלמיד הישיבה התיכונית אור חיים בטורונטו, שתמיד שולחת לנו מצטיינים כבר כמה וכמה שנים. איתן עמוס. למקום השני בפער של נקודה אחת הגיעה תפילה ברנסון מרחובות. כתבתנו יערה ברק שוחחה עם עמוס דקות לאחר שזכה בחידון. וואו, אני מאוד מתרגש. זה הסרט דשמיא, התשומה. באמצע ה-12 שאלות, אני שלחת שהייתי בטוח בה, אמרתי לעצמי בראש, כאילו, זה הכל, התפילה הולכת לנצח. ובסוף, צריכתי לצפות את התשובה ולהגיד יותר כמה שמה שיכולתי. 
ברחבי הארץ נמשכות החגיגות. מטס חיל האוויר עבר בצהריים לאורך קו החוף. היה מדהים, מאוד מרגש, מחמם את הלב. מלהיב, מרגש. מאוד מאוד נהנה. כיף לראות את כל המטוסים, במיוחד ראינו קרוב קרוב את מטוסי התובלה הנחמדים. היה ממש ממש מרשים, כולנו שמחנו. עם ישראל בוחר לחגוג באתרי המורשת, בבסיסי צה"ל, בשמורות, וכמובן גם במנגלים בפארק. בגני יהושע בתל אביב מתקיים מנגל טבעוני, בהשתתפות 1,500 בני אדם. כאן יש שיפודי ירקות מאוד טעימים, עם פטריות, עגבניות שרי, קישואים, יש פה גם חציל בטחינה, שזה מאוד פופולרי. זה כיף כל החבר'ה ביחד עם המנגל, זה דבר יפה. חלק מהאתרים נסגרו בשל עומס מבקרים. כתבתנו יעל עמית. חורשת טל בצפון עמוסה מאוד, וכך גם יער חולדה והגנים הלאומיים אכזיב, ירקון אפק ואשקלון המלאים עד אפס מקום. חניוני היערות מלאים גם הם לגמרי. מחנה המעפילים בעתלית, מכון איילון ברחובות, מוזיאון הפלמ"ח בתל אביב, מרכז מורשת בגין ומוזיאון בנק ישראל בירושלים עמוסים מאוד. גם הכניסה לבסיס תל נוף נסגרה. גם גלי צה"ל יוצאת היום לטבע. האולפנוע השקוף מוצב מהבוקר במבצר אנטיפטרוס. מיד אחרי החדשות, בני בשן וערן סבג ממשיכים לבחור את הרגעים הגדולים שלהם מתולדות המדינה. את העדכונים מרחבי הארץ ריכזו כתבינו יאיר שרקי, אוריה אלקיים, יערה שפירא, שמואל מוניץ ונועם דהן. התחזית מחר ירידה משמעותית בטמפרטורות, בחמישי החורף חוזר לביקור. ולסיום, בבית הנשיא התקיים הבוקר האירוע שרים עצמאות שהוקדש השנה לשירי אריק איינשטיין. כמה חודשים לפני שהוא נפרד מהתפקיד, הנשיא פרס ביצע עם ריטה את אוף גוזל. גם אתה הולך לעזוב את הקן שלנו, אבל אני הולך לעוף. לגמרי, לגמרי אני בסוף מהדורת החדשות הבאה, איך הפתיע ראש הממשלה נתניהו את מנחה חידון התנ״ך, הדוקטור אבשלום קור? אלה החדשות שעורך הדר שיפר. JM in the AM. Well, the news from Israel tells us a few things. Some people do not eat meat during the mangal. Yeah. They have a vegetarian mangal. <laughs> Pretty interesting. Yeah. Or a vegan mangal. <laughs> What's the point? But whatever. Uh, they had, they said that one of the things she said that they had mushrooms. They right. Had, okay. Barbecued mushrooms. Grilled vegetables. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Every, like you said, everyone has their way to celebrate. That's right. Let's not criticize. I'm not. Uh, in addition to that, uh, the president of the state of Israel uh, was asked to sing Of Gozal with Rita. Yeah, because he's leaving his right. position and he's leaving public life now. So Of Gozal is about, you know, oof, you know, right. you're flying the kids. You have an empty nest and sort of fly like a coop. Fly, flying off. So he's flying off. No comment. I was upset that they didn't uh, play. They didn't then play. I well, I think you'd be upset if they would have played it. <laughs> Why, the president's not known for his uh, voice? No, no. He's 91, and, though. You get and now tell me about this news about the Chidon Tanakh. So the Chidon Tanakh is an upset. But I say that, like in, I'm not a sports fan, but like in baseball, this is going to have an asterisk. Right. Next this this is name. sort of like the Japanese pitcher being rookie of the year for the Yankees. And I'll explain in a minute. Oh, you have to, I don't know what yeah, that I'll means. I'll explain in a minute. Um, when, the you winner, pl- when you play 10 years of professional ball, right. you can't come to the oh, U.S. and become Rookie of the I Year. I see. And it's always but an But it asterisk. doesn't count because... But it does, so there's an asterisk. Uh, I see. So there's going to be an asterisk here, and here's why. For the first time in many years, uh, the Chatana the, um, Tanakh is uh, not an Israeli. Right. He's uh, a Canadian from, from uh, Toronto by the name of Eitan 
uh, Eitan Amos. Orachayim. From Orachayim, Yeshivat Orachayim in Toronto. Um, and he came in first place. The reason for the asterisk is that he lived in Israel until the age of 11. Right. Which is almost like he's a teenager now. He's a high school right. student. So he lived in, uh, in Karnesh Ramron. Um, <laughs> Serious Tanakh place. <laughs> yeah, until his family moved to Toronto. So I don't know if it'll count or not, but uh, officially he's from Toronto, and so Mazaltov to all the Canadians. I'll tell you one thing: up in uh, up north, they're celebrating. I can tell you that much. Up in Canada, yeah, yeah, he's theirs no matter what, as far as the Torontonians are concerned. And um, Tefila Berenson right. from Rehovot. She's from Israel, and she came in second. What do you want to tell me about Avshalom Kor? So the they mentioned the, on the right. They mentioned on the they they, they had a teaser on Galit Sahal that um, the the prime minister surprised Avshalom Kor with with news uh, during the Chidon Tanakh. So what happened was that the uh, prime minister asks a question, and before he asked the question, he said, "I just want to let you know, Avshalom Kor, that while the Chidon was taking place, a gr- you had a grandson. A grandson <gasps> was born to you." Um, and you see his face just light up, and he was so excited and emotional. Avshalom Korthi is the um, MC of the Chidon right. Tanakh for, for years, in addition to being a, a well-known, everybody knows. In fact, Avshalom Kor is now a, 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 a way of describing. So if somebody starts like nitpicking on your Hebrew, they say, what are you, Avshalom Kor now? Right. And by the way, Avshalom Kor was the inspiration for Meir Milim, but that's another story. Absolutely, absolutely. And um, so... He said, Avshalom Kor then said, my son Yochai and my daughter-in-law, I don't remember the name, um, you know, I had, I had a boy. They are from Migurashei Gush Katif. Ooh. And they live. He said this at yes, the Chidon? Yes, at the Chidon in front of all the politicians that oh, were there. Boy. They are Migurashei Gush Katif and they now live, and he said, where they, where on, uh, he said, on near the border right. with uh, of Sinai. Oh so, boy, that was a very, very. Oh, we're talking about an emotional moment. Yeah, I don't understand. Nobody from the hospital room could text the guy and just let him know he's, on stage. He's a little preoccupied. I, know. I, know. I I'm guess. kidding around. You know, whatever. And, and you know who else <laughs> spoke? Which was just you know you think about everything in historical perspectives. Natan Sharansky right. spoke to these young men and women, and you think about where he was at their age. And what he was he doing. He couldn't study Tanakh, right. at least not in public. And what he did when he was released, and he said, I want my Tehillim right. back. And they said, we're not giving it to you. He says, well, I'm not leaving. Can you imagine? They were letting him go. And he said, I'm not leaving till you give me back my Tehillim. And here he is now, you know, standing there speaking to these young men. They're just very emotional, very inspiring. The whole thing is unbelievable. Um, and by the way, I, I saw a video online of the Prime Minister speaking at a Pastor Hagee event, and he says the following, is this true, that the Prime Minister's son was eliminated from the Chidon Tanakh by the Prime Minister's yeah, question? Yeah, that, that's a famous, we, we spoke about it that year, it was uh, I mean, two or three years ago. He didn't take a fall, did he? Because he didn't want no, to... no, no, he said, actually this year, the Prime Minister mentioned the fact that his son Got eliminated on his was question. eliminated on his question. His son was the Chatan of Israel. Right. He was he was the champion of, within the country. Right. And when it came to the Olami, to the world Chidon Tanakh, he was making it all the way up, all the way up. And then he fell on. The, so he said, you know, in in proper countries, in countries where things are set up correctly, this would never happen. Like in Syria and Iran, 
there's no way that the Senate Prime Minister <laughs> would lose. Right? Would lose on the Prime Minister's question. <laughs> he would sneak it into him the night before. He should have changed the question. What is the first word of Tanakh? He should have said. <laughs> Everyone would get that. No, no, no. The trick is to give the kid the question the night before. Right. Oh well, this year was uh, a big victory for Toronto, Canada. Mazal Tov to Amos. That's his name, right? Amos. Um, first, Eitan Amos. Eitan Amos with Mazal Tov Eitan and Mazal Tov to uh, Donnie from TABC and all the other students that traveled from around the world to participate. And to the uh, Skanit. And the Skanit is? Fila Berenson. There it is. From Rehovah. And right? by the way, one of the uh, American um, contenders, Sophia Freudenstein, right. uh, uh, Avshalom Kor pointed out that her father was in the Chidon Tanakh when he was a teenager. Go figure, huh? What yep. do you expect? What do yep. you expect? Yep. 11 minutes after 7 o'clock, if you're flying the flag, if you are having a special tefillah this morning, a special kibud kal or kibud uh, kaved. In any ulam. In any ulam, anywhere, let us know. Email address, nachum at wfmu.org. Of course, you have the uh, Facebook page. You can message us on Facebook. You can uh, go ahead and let us know what's happening uh, in your area of the world, as we celebrate Yom Ha'atzma'ut, Israel Independence Day. 66 years, believe it or not. Unbelievable. Mayor Weingarten is here in studio. Our flags are flying, and we will continue with plenty more at JM in the AM. Happy birthday, number 66, to our beloved Medinat Yisrael. Chag Sameach, everybody.
Uh, you should see Mayor Weingarten with his Agosi bars and Pesek Zman and uh, Tommy and all the other delicious... No, Israel- I have none of those. Israeli treats. No. Hey, it's radio. Calm down. All the delicious Israeli treats that he brought by. The... Uh, the five species, the seven species. What else do we have here? Well, there are the seven, seven, aren't there? The seven types of Pesach Zman, those are the seven species. <laughs> the, uh, the seven, the five, we got the Buxer. Oh, no, it's a different holiday. <laughs> Mayor Weingarten. But knowing your love for Buxer, you would probably bring it on your mind. I remember the days when I'd walk in on Yom Ha'atzmaut and there would be an Agozi bar waiting for me. Yeah, but I'd... those were different days. We yeah. were younger. We didn't Thanks. need to worry about what we ate. Thanks a lot. We don't do that anymore. And it's interesting. With all the Pesex Mon that I've had, mm-hmm. and believe me, it's a large number. Yes. And, you know, it's very common that you find it all around the world now. Yes. But I still, I, I can't get that Tommy bar. That Tommy bar is one that I just, I crave, and it's it's barely available anywhere. Really? Even when I go to Israel. It's, and it's I've not, known that. It's I, not one of the I, common ones. I might have ones. brought one for you. Like, for instance, during the blizzard, I don't know if you heard, in December I was there yeah, for a I blizzard. Heard, so I heard that. So during the blizzard. So I'm, I'm hoarding, you know, candies at the Makola sure. there's nothing else to right. eat anywhere, right? And I'm, I'm saying to myself, you know, at least now, now in this desperate, right. uh, dire situation, there should be Tommy bars. But nothing right. there. Nothing. Unless maybe, uh, maybe hoarders that got there before me were taking them. These were the problems that people were going through 66 <laughs> years ago, by the way, when, when there was a siege on Jerusalem and they couldn't get supplies in. Even the Tommy bars. This was bars reminiscent of that. Even the Tommy bars couldn't sneak in, you're yeah. saying. Yeah. Uh, we're going to our phones. If you want to participate with us, please, we beg of you to toss in some great and wonderful messages on this Yom Ha'atzmaut, the 66th birthday of Medinat Yisrael, 201-209-9368, 201-209-9368. Good morning. You're on the air. How are you, Nachum? It's Benji Kramer. I'm there. Chag Ha'atzmaut Sameach. Chag Sameach to all. It's an amazing day. Um, I wanted to share a thought. I happened to be learning the uh, 52nd Tarek Nundet of uh, Yeshayah to help someone, someone who's studying for a test or whatever. And at the very end, I mean, I, it, it's just amazing. Um, <clears throat> the famous uh, Eved that Yeshayah talks about a lot, hold uh, Machlok at exactly what that is, but the prevalent uh, opinion among at least the Rishonim is that it's talking about Am Yisrael. And at the very end of Perek Nunbet, he says something, which is uh, just, what can I say, it's amazing, because, uh, you know, there are all these people who say about Yeshayahu, how could it be the same Yeshayahu who wrote the, uh, the Nevot Nechama about things hundreds of years after he lived, and here it's really thousands of years after he lived that comes true. He says in Pasuk Yudalad, Kasher Shamimu Alecha Rabim, uh, just as the people are going to be amazed at seeing you, uh, they can't recognize you as a person because you're so low and so decrepit, so too they will be amazed at how great you will become. And you look at 1945 Jew, and you look at the 1948 Jew, and certainly the 2014 Jew, and you see this nivelah come true in flying colors. Oh, yeah. so true. I, I wish more and more people would uh, would just appreciate it and, and realize that the text is right there in front of our eyes. Unbelievable. Thank you so much, Rabbi Kramer, and Chag One of the tricks to realizing it is actually opening up the text. Mm, good point. Yeah. Like uh, some of those participants did, in, in yes. well, all of the participants in the Kidana Tanah. That's right. Um, 201. 
209-9368 if you want to participate. I don't know if you noticed this or not. Yesterday in the New York Times, yes, did. the Conference of Presidents and the Helmsley Foundation put in uh, on a full page, the uh, inserted in a full page, the uh, Declaration of Independence of the State of Israel. They made one mistake that, that I'll, I'll mention parenthetically. It was a great idea. I loved it. It was also in USA Today, by the way. Oh, yeah? yeah? I was upset that they didn't put all the signatories in. Oh, interesting. I thought they should have. Okay. I thought it would have more impact. I think more kids would have, you know, looked at the names, see if they know, mm-hmm. if they recognize any of them. But all right, whatever. That's a, that's a, that's a, that's a Kleinakite, as we say. Right, a minor, bi- a minor. In, the, in right. the biz. But I was amazed. Number one, the first date mentioned is not the fifth of ER. The first date mentioned is the 6th of ER. It refers to an Arab Shabbat, the 6th right. of yes, ER. Right, yes, yes, of course. And then later, when it declares independence, it says on this Arab Shabbat, the 5th of ER, which is right. interesting. It's because uh, the, Brit- the, the, the British mandate ended on May 15th. Right, which is Saturday. Which That's, was a Shabbat, right. correct. So they weren't going to declare a state on Shabbat. Right. So they did it on Friday. But they reference... Right. In the opening paragraphs, they reference that it's really the 15th or the, the, the that sixth it's supposed to be the 15th, maybe the 6th of ER. And then it, as they declare, then they right. declare it on that it's on the hey ER. Well, maybe that, that works into the fact that today is actually the 6th of ER. That's right. And so we're celebrating uh, the day that the... This the, was supposed to be the day. Yeah, depends, that's right? right, if not for the Shabbat. And it was for so Shabbat. Cool. So cool. Of course for Shabbat. No, and now it's for I Shabbat. Know, of oh, course, of course. We should explain what that means. If people though. would only realize that. That that they that the reason we're celebrating Yom HaTzimut on Vav Iyar rather than Hey Iyar is because... Yom HaZikaron comes before Yom HaTzma'ut, and if it would be celebrated on Hei Iyar, then Yom HaZikaron would be on Sunday, which means all the ceremonies for Yom HaZikaron would be the night before, which would be Motzei Shabbat, which would mean that on Shabbat they would have to prepare everything. And in order to minimize the Chilul Shabbat and avoid, I should say, Chilul Shabbat, the state of Israel, the secular state of Israel, made a decision to push off the Independence Day celebration by a day. So that people should not have to be Michalal Shabbat. I, I only wish, I only wish that this attitude was adopted by the rabbis who encouraged people on Saturday night this year, like Baomer, to go to Meiron. I wish they would encourage people not to go and not to hold any of those celebrations this year because of all the Chilul right. Shabbat that happens. Because well, it was attempted, but it didn't work. Wow. 201-209-9368. Good morning. Thank you, <laughs> Pleasure to speak to you. You know, may 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 the may the land of Israel live to 166. Well, a lot longer than that. More than that. More than that. I have a question. You know, as you both know, you know, I always try to do what I can in terms of you know activism and advocacy for Israel. And uh, I'm wondering, you know, oftentimes we speak about Israel's right to exist. And I wonder if we should change the terminology from right to duty, because actually she has an obligation to exist. Oh, no question about that, especially in light of the current geopolitical situation in the Middle East. Where would we be, where would we as Americans and as as freedom-loving people be without Israel at this point? Holding down the fort, guarding the ship in the middle of... Hundreds of millions of people that don't want Israel to exist right. and don't want freedom and democracy in this world. A speck of stability yeah. in, in a world and surrounded such, by craziness. And such an important one. The other thing about the Declaration of the State that I was uh, noting right. 
and I understand why, and we could discuss this back and forth a million times, as much as we always emphasize how the reason or the legitimacy, or whatever word you want to use, the right, of having a state of Israel is because it's a it's a God given right. Mm-hmm. It's, you know, it's, the references to the Shoah in the Declaration of the State of Israel are really there are a lot of references right. to the Shoah. Well, don't forget it's and three years. And I'm saying to myself two things. Number one, the era. I mean, you have to keep three in mind. years of after course, the end of the Shoah. That's number one. And number two, when you think of the political situation. And the number of people that were fighting with Ben Gurion not to declare a state. Right. He, th- this was one of his. This was one right. of his chips that he right. had to use in order to convince people. Right. You know, we have no choice but to establish a land where Jews could right. be free. And there, there yeah, there, and there was so. a lot of negotiating about oh. the exact language. Could you imagine? And by the way, one of the, the famous uh, points was that uh, Ben Gurion did not want to mention God's name. Right. He was not exactly a, a God fearing. But it's in there. It's in there in a in a in, right. a in a reference in a reference. It says Tzur Yisrael, right? And which, which the Rock of Israel. And everyone, uh, this was Rav Maimon in his genius of right. compromise. And the only human being mentioned in the Declaration of Independence is I don't know Herzl. Herzl. Okay. And someone posted on Facebook yesterday, what political party would Herzl be with if he was alive today? Yeah, I, I don't, yes, but I don't agree with the No, answer. I also don't agree. I, I, I don't know why. <laughs> but it was a kid. His kid answered that. So. <laughs> All right, it's JM in the AM, and we are celebrating on this. Yom Ha'atzma'ut, Chag Sameach. Across the ocean, under the blue sky, the sun is rising. It's climbing so high I know a place where We can be freer We will be stronger So long will we be keeping our
Jam in the AM. It's the Fountainheads here on a uh, Chagat Smo'ut, 28 minutes after the hour, 201-209-9368. Chag Sameach, you're on the air. Good morning. Oh, oh, sorry about that. Call back, please. 201-209-9368. You ever see the uh, fighter jets video over Auschwitz? Yes. That's unbelievable. Israeli it's, Air Force. Yes, yes. The Israeli Air Force uh, flew over... Uh, Auschwitz. I think it was, what was it, the 60th anniversary or something? I think it was in 06. Does that make sense? Oh, 08, maybe. Maybe you're right. It was 08, maybe. And, right, uh. 48, 08. Right. You know, I, 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 I think I've told the story before that, uh, the, um, for, now it's former president of El Al, General Eliezer oh, Shkedi. This is a great one. Um, was the commander of the Israeli Air Force. Was, was obviously a, pi- a fighter pilot and commander of the Israeli Air Force. His father was a Holocaust survivor, and, and his father came to uh, the swearing-in ceremony when he um, was sworn in to be the commander of the Air Force. And so he assigned a young uh, person to go give his father a tour of the base, and he shows him an F-16, F-16, the world's most sophisticated fighter plane sitting on the tarmac in an Israeli Air Force base. And the father asks him how much it cost, and he says, I don't know, I don't know $10 million, $20 million, whatever it is. How far can it get? And he tells him. And, and Eliezer Shkedi says, here's my father, who at the age of 10 was in the streets of Hungary being chased by the Nazis, whose life wasn't worth that of a dog. And in the same generation, he himself is now standing in front of an F-16 that is owned by the state of Israel, by the Air Force of the state of Israel. And this F-16, if I got into it, his son can fly it and bomb Auschwitz if I needed to. In one generation, if that ain't a miracle, then we don't understand what a miracle is. It is a day of miracles. Amazing. 201-209-9368. You're on the air. Good morning. Chag Sameach. Good morning. Nachum. It's Moradina Mermelstein from Yeshivat Noam. Hey. All right. Give us the update. Update was amazing last night. Pesach was rocking for Yomat Zmaot. We had an incredible celebration. Uh, Rabbi Glasser inspired with, with, with words of, uh, of welcome. And uh, Rabbi Eitan Katz spoke. Um, all about his experiences in the IDF. Wow. And then, uh, really, again, an unbelievable Hallel on to celebrating outside. I think the most incredible thing was that we've been doing this for so long that the children who used to not be able to stay because they were four, five, six years old <laughs> are now teenagers. And it was just remarkable. It was such a beautiful celebration. We're off to Yeshivat Noam for an incredible day of programming all day long. I'm going to be running Darbuka sessions. We're going to be making pitot. They're going to be doing everything in school. And we've got the most incredible fifth grade girls doing an amazing Daglanot for us. It's just going to be over the top today. They'll be doing it again tonight at the incredible Yeshivat Noam celebration this evening. So I'm sure I'm forgetting tons of things, but <laughs> and I think the most incredible thing for the Mermelstein family was that yesterday at 5 o'clock in the morning, my husband said to me, why is someone playing the piano to the tune of Hatikva down in our living room? And uh, my own Abba, Rabbi Chaim Wasserman, flew under the radar, got on a plane, Motzei Shabbat, and came to bring a little more flavor of Eric Yisrael 
back to Passaic to where he started this whole beautiful celebration, you know, many, many years ago, and was the inspiration of, for Aliyah for so many people. So it was really quite incredible yesterday celebrating with everyone, my wonderful family, my wonderful husband, and all of our wonderful friends. Well really just made it possible. Mazal Tov. That's a phenomenal Chag Sameach to you. Our best to everybody today. It's going to be an amazing celebration. Thank you again for flying the flag and for celebrating Yom Ha'atzmud. Rabbi David Goldwasser is with us. His words are Nishmas Rav Zeb and Yosef Halevi. Here is Rabbi David Goldwasser with Morning Chizuk. Good morning. In Birchus HaMazun, the grace after meals, we give thanks to Hashem for the Eretz Chemda Toivar Achava the desirable, the good and the spacious land which Hashem gave to our forefathers. The altar of Kelm once noted that a person who lives in Eretz Yisrael is required to bring Bikurim, the first fruits of his crop, each year to the Beis Mikdash. This is in order to express his gratitude to Hashem. When he brings these Bikurim, he makes a proclamation which relates the history of the Jewish people. He begins with Yaakov's stay in the house of Lavan, continues through Yitzias Mitzrayim, and the redemption from Egypt. The altar points out that in fact, the individual is not only giving thanks for his latest crop, but he's also going back in history to the very beginnings of the Jewish people in order to thank Hashem for all the events that led to his success. Our chain of history is one entire continuum of divinely inspired events. Similarly today, when we recite the Berchus HaMazon and we thank Hashem for the sustenance that we have been provided, it's an auspicious time to thank Hashem as well for all of the chasadim, all the loving kindness that Hashem bestows upon us. It dates back to the time when Hashem gave us the Eretz Chemda Toivo Rechavo. We recognize that the mere fact that we have Eretz Yisrael is an indication of the great divine providence that our people experience each and every day. Our sages tell us that in truth, all the food in the world is blessed from the earth of Eretz Yisrael. The great tzaddik, Rebel Yochum Getzel, was the Rav in Ostrov. He lived in a small room which he rented. The people of the town really wanted to honor him, and they wanted to build a beautiful home for him, but he refused. He said, I don't want to possess a permanent home outside of Eretz Yisrael. This has been Rabbi David Goldwasser, bringing you morning chizik. Have a nice day.
Shalom lach, Eretz Nederet. That was a group called Shagets, believe it or not. <laughs> and you're not kidding. 22 minutes before 8 o'clock. We are celebrating Israel's 66th birthday. By the way, you mentioned um, uh, you mentioned the head of El Al, or former head of El Al yes, earlier. I want to give a special Yom Atzmaut shout-out to Shaul Ringler. Captain Shaul Ringler. Okay. Should I tell you why? I'd like you to tell me who he is and why. <laughs> Captain Shaul Ringler is a Shomer Shabbat individual who every Sunday flies to Tel Aviv from Philadelphia with U.S. Air. He's the pilot that oh. every Sunday goes from Philly to Tel Aviv. Wow. Goes Sunday, comes back Wednesday, tries to do it every week, depending on you know if the schedule works out. Right. And that's him. That's but there is no more U.S. Air, though. And what's it called now? It's called... Uh, they merged with American American. Airlines. So he's he's with American. Whatever Whatever's now flying instead of U.S. Air. Right. So he's the... Uh, he's wow. He's the Shomer Shabbat captain. That's so cool. Yeah. He was telling us over Pesach, he uh, he lives in Florida. So he, he gets a ride <laughs> to Philly. You yeah. Know, like any, any flight that's going out, you know, he... Oh, oh he, I see. He gets From a Florida. ride. Right. He gets yeah. a ride to Philly. It's called a deadhead <laughs> right. in, in the industry. And then uh, Sunday, uh, meaning that day, whatever, right. whatever time it leaves, I don't know what time it leaves, uh, they fly from Philly. There's one flight a day, I believe, from uh-huh. Philly to wow. Tel Aviv. So. That's cool. Shaul Chag Sameach to you from all of us here at JM in the AM. It is cool. I agree. Uh, today's schedule on jmintheam.org will include the following. At 10 o'clock this morning, I speak to Ruvain Ziegler. Now, you're going to ask me, about whom will you speak to Ruvain Ziegler about? About whom will you speak to Ruvain Ziegler about? And then you're going to ask me, why is that fitting for Yom Ha'atzma'ut Tavshin Ayin Dalid? Why is that fitting for Yom Ha'atzma'ut Tavshin Well, wait, Ayin wait till I tell you who it is oh, first. I'm sorry. Who, who, yeah. I speak to Ruvain Ziegler, who's the who's um, on the editorial board of Koran Books, mm-hmm. about Ravaren Lichtenstein. Ah. And, and why is that and appropriate? I know why that is Go right ahead. Because of Aaron Lichtenstein is today receiving the very, very prestigious Pras Yisrael, uh, Israel Prize for his life's work um, as an educator, as the head of the... I think they call it Torah literature, if I'm not mistaken. Well, think, that could be the official, yeah. right. you know, designation. Correct. It's like... Uh, so, Aaron Lichtenstein is one of 
one of the Gedolei Hador, without a doubt, although we don't call him that because we don't use that terminology But in our world, but he is in, in that terminology, the, one of the Gedolei Hador. He's uh, the head of the Yeshivat uh, Gush Etzion in the Gush. He was brought in by Rav Amital Zatzal. Uh, Rav Amital founded this Yeshiva, the Hesder Yeshiva, one of the earliest Hesder Yeshivas in the Gush. Um, and Rav Amital asked Rav Lichtenstein, who was living in America, to come and be co-Rosh Yeshiva with him. I don't know very many <laughs> Rosh Yeshiva who found the Yeshiva and then go and ask somebody who everybody agreed was a, a, a greater was even Torah right, right. scholar than Rav Amital to come in to his Yeshiva and be co-Rosh Yeshiva with him and never fought for even one day while they were co-Rosh Yeshiva. And lived in beautiful and uh, and there were a lot of issues. Harmony. There were a lot of issues in that era. Yeah. Oh, tremendous and politics, such political, whatever. And have respect for each other. And Rolf Lindenstein is is eighty years old. He's in, he's frail. He's not in the best of health, but he is so deservant of this award as the leader of. And I have a further point I want to make, which I will in a moment. We're at two zero one two zero nine nine three six eight. Chag Sameach, you're on the air. Okay, Chag Sameach. Chag Sameach. Um. This is Yale Butler. Yeah, how are you? Hi, Yale. I wanted to add an addendum to what you just said about Shaul Rigler. Um, his co-pilot, and actually the captain, depending on the flight, is Mordechai Butler of Southern uh, Connecticut, also a Shomer Shabbat pilot. Are you and serious? And also flying every week together with Shaul. They meet in the airport for uh, a box lunch that Mrs. Rigler pre- prepares for them. And they go on to Eretz Israel and fly back the same way. Are you wow. serious? And how is he related? How serious. is he related? He, he wasn't in your hotel, but um, he's our cousin uh, Mordechai, and uh, he's a pilot. He's been a pilot for U.S. Air, and incidentally, it's still U.S. Air. Uh, they haven't formally changed the name or the yeah. The, the the plane still says U.S. Air on it. Wow! I thank wow. you for that. Look thank at you, that. Yeah. Now that's a flight I want to be on. Two Shabbos Shabbos guys who've heard of JM and the AM. Could you imagine? Yeah. Do you think they'd invite me into the cockpit? Maybe. They don't do that anymore. You don't need the cockpit. You just need a... I need a leg room a seat. A leg room right. seat. <laughs> and the cockpit seats, from what I hear, are not really leg Yeah, room they're seats. not so comfortable. Yeah. You don't want to be in the... So, you know, what are you going to do with a cockpit anyway? What do you know? You know what they say about finding out that there's Shabbos Shabbos pilots out there, Mayor. It's all about my comfort. So yeah, that? Okay. <laughs> 201. And by the way... 936. Uh, Yale Butler has, has a lot to tell about the early days of uh, religious Zionism in America. He was like in that same uh, same... Crowd, the same crew, if you will. All right, two zero one two zero nine nine three six eight. I have one additional point I wanted to make about Ravaren Lichtenstein and his designation as the Pras Yisrael winner today. And by the way, whatever little I've said about him is not nearly. Well, wait till enough. ten o'clock. You'll hear Rabbi Ziegler talking about him like crazy. It's amazing what he tells us about him and the yeshiva and how many people, how many students are out the there stream. now spreading Torah on the stream. Ten o'clock this morning, right, right after uh, Ellie Hagler and the Jewish Reaction Show. Um, what was I about to tell you? Oh, yeah, one additional point. On this Yom Ha'atzmaut, when a lot of people are sometimes, when a lot of people sometimes question the attitude of the state of Israel or its administration or its government toward Torah or toward the Torah community, and this has been a big issue in recent days because of the whole army thing, when you're wondering and pondering and thinking what is it deep down, not on the surface when everyone likes to yell and scream, but deep down, 
Is there a respect, a regard, when it comes to the state of Israel and its administration for the world of Torah? So aside from the traditional line that I always say, that the state of Israel is the greatest funder of the of Torah education in the history of the world, aside from putting their money where their mouth is, how about this today? That their Pras Yisrael, which could go to any secular literary person, we can go to, I mean, we're talking about, it can run the gamut of right. people of who can be given Pras Yisrael. It's given to Rav Aaron Lichtenstein, who clearly, as you said, is among the greatest Torah giants of our generation. And this is who the President and the Prime Minister and the Speaker of the Knesset recognized earlier today with Pras Yisrael. Right. So think about that before everybody yells and screams about everything. And, yes. And by the way, <clears throat> our friend uh, Saul Lieberman from Israel sent me this last night. He said that Rav Shimon Golan gave a little uh, lecture in, in their shul. And one of the things he mentioned was a study by Professor Breuer that the total number of yeshiva students in Eastern Europe in 1929, right, the height, was 13,500. In Israel in 2008, six years ago, right? So there's a lot more. In Israel in 2008, so there was 13,500. Right. In Israel in 2008, there were 94,500. 13,094. And I'm sure now it's over 100. 000. And who funds it? The state of Israel. The state of Israel. JM in the AM. Uh, where are we heading? Okay, we're going to head to. Uh, it's not a song. It's not okay. a song. We're going to head to Miriam Peretz. Okay. Most people in America, I don't think, would know who Miriam Peretz is, although I think most people in Israel do know who Miriam Peretz is. Last night, as every Yom Atzma'ot, there's this huge um, celebration, this big ceremony on Mount Herzl. And it is the the ceremony that moves us from Yom HaZikaron into Yom Atzma'ot. And every year, there is the lighting of the torches. There are 12 big flames that are set up, one for each of the Shvatim of Israel. <laughs> Am Yisrael Chai. And they pick different themes every year. And based on the theme, they pick 12 people, sometimes a little more, and two people light together, to light a torch. Now, this ceremony is very moving. It's almost cliche at this point, but it's still moving. It doesn't matter. And every person has a story why they were chosen to light, you know, to light the masu'ah, to light the torch. And each one, it's always, it's always the standard text, they start, Ani, so-and-so, Ben, so-and-so, and so-and-so, Madlika, I, I am lighting this torch in honor of, and then they go through a whole list of different things that are relevant to them, and the last line is, Uletif Eret, Midinat Yisrael, to the, the glory, glory of the state of Israel, and there's a band playing in the background, it's, it's really, it's touching. This year they decided to honor uh, 14 women. Women, all women that would light. The 12, so two right. of them lived two together. Yeah. Right. So one of the women was Geula Cohen, oh. who was, oh, it was so sad to see her. She's oh. so old and frail and whatever, but she she spoke oh. so strong. She she spoke about how she remembers the first Masu'an, oh. the first year, the state of Israel. Now, Geula Cohen, people who don't know, she was a fighter in the Etzel and the Lechi. The later she became a member of Knesset. She was a, a very vocal defender of... Beirut, right? Uh, she was from Chayrut, and then later favorite. she left right. She left the Likud because of the uh, Camp David Accords. Right. And uh, she, then she found the Triah and so oh, forth. Oh, Triah, that's what I was right. Her right. son is, is um, Hanegbi, uh, Tzachi Hanegbi. Right. By the way, she shares something with you. When she was in the Lechi, 
she was in charge. She was a station manager of the Lehi <laughs> Underground radio station, and she was also the broadcaster. She was the producer. She was the broadcaster. Uh, she was probably so much she, better than me. She was everything. <laughs> and she was arrested in the middle of – that never happened to you. She was arrested in the middle of a broadcast by the British. Like the FCC bursting Can in. Can you imagine? <laughs> just bursting in, but arresting you and taking you away to prison, and she escaped. She escaped from the prison. So she was one. Another one of the women were, was Adina Bar Shalom. Adina Bar Shalom is the daughter of Harav Ovadia Yosef. Wow. And she was honored. A scholar, right? Yes, she's yeah. a doctor. She has a right. doctor. Uh, she started a um, college for Haredi right. men women. and women. Oh, men and women? I think men and women. Wow. And um, in which they get a, sort of an academic education in order for them to go out and work and be able to be in the workforce, you know, as, uh, contribute to the workforce. And there were, there's Shacha Pe'er, the tennis player, but one of the women, and undoubtedly the most popular one, and the one that gained the most attention was a woman by the name of Miriam Peretz. Miriam Peretz, why are you looking at me? Go ahead, yeah. I'm sorry. Miriam Peretz. Miriam Peretz uh, was born in Morocco. At a young age, her family moved to Israel in the 50s, together with all the Moroccans. She lived in a ma'abara, nothing, in a hut, in a tent, you know, that they put up for them in the middle of the desert. Hmm. Eventually moved to Beersheba. She, she, she grew and graduated college, and she became an educator. And she, ha- she married a guy who lived in Sharm el-Sheikh, in Ophira, because that's where his work was. They were, they were thrown out when Israel left the Sinai. She was one of the founders of the Yishuv Givat uh, Ze'ev, and she had six children. And she lost two children in the army. And the first one was, was a 21-year-old officer in the army. The second one, that was Uriah. The second one was Eli Raz. He was 31 years old. He left behind a wife and four children happened several years in between. At the first yard site of her first son, her husband had a heart attack and died. And so this woman, who everybody thinks now it's Erev Pesach when her second son is killed, about 45 years ago, everybody thinks she's going to be devastated. And the Israeli television came to her house that night and asked her how she feels. And she said that it's, it, it's reminiscent of the Shlomo Kalbach song, where he talks about when the when the father right, finds is, out finds out that his second son was killed, right. and he pulls out a thing in Chaim, and right. she says, "God loves the soldiers of Golani, and He takes them." Right. This is a woman who just she became very high profile after that. Yes, right. very high profile. She embodies optimism and hope right. and joy, and as difficult as it is. For her to carry this burden of losing two sons and her husband, she attributes the death right. of her husband, the death of her son. She speaks for soldiers and she speaks to kids and she's in the ed- she continues to be in the educational system in Israel and she's just an inspiration for all of the people of Israel. So uh, there's a book, by the way, it's in Hebrew. I, I'm assuming somebody will translate. It's called Shirat Miriam, the Song of Miriam. There's pictures in here. I'll show you later of her and her kids, the two fallen soldiers. Um, uh, uh, by the way, uh, uh, a Torah family, uh, a Yirat Shemayim family. Um, so I have part of her presentation last night in which she's declaring Ani Ben, you know, Miriam Peretz Ben. And I have the translation and I just, I think it, it would be just amazing to share with you. Please. The day before, 
the day before this ceremony, they had a practice session. And so the media comes to the practice session. And at the practice session, every time she gets up and starts reading, she cries. Because as she's getting to the point where she mentions her two boys, she breaks down. She can't continue. And everybody's saying, is she even going to make it through this thing? The the real ceremony? ceremony, right. Not only does she make it through the ceremony, but at the end, when she reaches the point, she's smiling, she's like dancing. She's literally dancing with the music. And the, the day before, when she couldn't make it through in the news report, where she couldn't make it through, at the end of the news report, when they go back to the anchor, the, woman, the female anchor who was there, she was crying. The, the country is literally taken by this woman right. and so inspired by her. So this is, um, I'll try and intersperse the the um, her reading and um, okay and and the uh, and the translation. So it starts off. She says, "I, Miriam Peretz, daughter of Yaakov and Ito Achayon, and widow of Eliezer." זכרם לברכה, על מנת אליעזר זכרו לברכה. She says, I am honored to light this torch in honor of the fallen soldiers, protectors of the people and land of Israel. Amongst them, my two sons, fighters of the Golani Brigade, Uriah and Eliraz זכרונם לברכה. מתכבדת להשים מסועה זו. לכבוד הנופלים, מגיני העם והארץ, ובהם שני בניי, לוחמי סיירת גולני, אוריאל ואלירז, זכרם לברכה. And then she says, don't forget the ceremony is taking place on Har Herzl, which is the military cemetery as well. She says, who are buried here in Har Herzl, how she gets the energy, how she gets the koach to say this. The crowd is, of course, applauding. And then she says, and in honor of the bereaved families, those who lost loved ones in the war or in terror attacks, she calls them giborim ba'al korcham. They're forced heroes. They're heroes that their heroism is forced upon them, who inspire others. And who, listen to this, I love it, who transform Yagon, which is the word for tragedy or deep sorrow, Linigun. The same letter as Yagon and Nigun. She says, in honor of the lovers and the land of the land and its builders who believe in the righteousness of our mission and believe in Sur Yisrael, which is the God of Israel. And I'll, I'll finish off the uh, translation, let her finish. And in honor of the citizens of Israel, all of those who yearn for the bracha of Venatati Shalom Ba'aretz, Vesimchat Olam Liyoshveha, and for the glory of the state of Israel. 
וכל הכמהים ומייחלים לברכת ונתתי שלום בארץ ושמחת עולם ליושביה ולתפארת מדינת ישראל. והחיוך הזה של מרים The announcer says, the, you hear the announcer saying, the smile of Miriam Peretz is one of, the, one of the inspiring and emotional moments of the evening. Incredible. JM and the AM celebrating Israel's 66th birthday on this Yom Ha'atzma'ut. J.M. and the A.M. Nachum Siegel, Mayor Weingarten. I thank Mayor for his amazing preparation for this incredible celebration as we head into hour number three at America's one and only Jewish Moments in the Morning Radio program. Heard on listeners sponsored WFMU East Orange, WMFU Mount Hope, Rockland County at 91.9 on the FM dial. Around the world on the web, jmtheam.org, 201-209-9368. You're on the air, Chag Sameach. Good morning, Rab Nachum. Good morning, Mr. Weingarten. I want to tell you guys something about Howard Lichtenstein. Howard Lichtenstein, God bless, is not only in Tyre, he has a PhD in English literature. That's right. I once saw the inside of his Gemara and the schedule for the day, and it said, Midnight, Divrei Chal Homework. He was learning four Gemaras every day, <laughs> four different theorems. 
And then he did his homework for the English literature after 12 midnight. <laughs> and when he went to Harvard, he wrote a letter to one of his pals and complained that he was way behind because he never read all of Shakespeare <laughs> while he was learning Tyra, they were all preparing for Shakespeare. And he had a lot of catching up to do. <laughs> Excellent. So when, when he married Rabbi Yeshebeer's daughter, he was already a Godel in Tyra. No, no question about that. Uh, Rabbi Ziegler you mentioned that, in that this, he was the son that he's the son in law of Rabbi Shabarat Soloveitchik. In um in this conversation with Rabbi Ziegler that I have at ten right. o'clock this morning, one of the things he mentions that that <laughs> when he would travel to America, Rabbi Lichtenstein, when he travels to America, so he comes back and insists on catching up all the shiurim on what they missed. He will give shear for eight straight oh hours in four different Gemaras just easy. to catch everybody up. That's not easy for him, but that's also not easy for his students. Unbelievable. You're live on the air. Chag Sameach. Chag Sameach. This is Rabbi Wachtel from the Joseph Kushner Hebrew Academy and the Ray Kushner Yeshiva High School. All right. Chag Sameach. Chag Sameach. Thank you so much, Nachum, for having me on the air. Pleasure. We feel this year that we have rolled double sixes <laughs> and that Together with Medinat Yisrael, we are able to create an age-appropriate, developmentally appropriate, academic, socially and emotionally uh, sound program throughout all three divisions of our school, starting with the lower school. This year, we are focusing on decade by decade Israel's mm. contributions to the world, nice. in addition to a barbecue and Chagiga for the entire school. The children in the lower school will go from station to station throughout through the years, uh, starting with Hakamata Medina um, in the 50s, Israeli sports, culture for the 60s, music in the 70s, 80s space industry, 90s TV and media, 2000 to 2010 technology and innovation, and 2010 to 2014 current events. And our middle school will have the privilege of enjoying the Chagiga, followed by a Shirion, written by the students, and nice. then a Chidon Mekomot, uh, and then Kochave Kushner, Misaviv Haolam, fast-paced sports competitions, and finally a Kadur Regel Kitsoni, authentic Israeli football with the intensity of all inbound grade versus grade soccer. And then in our high school, we are privileged to host Bob Sugarman, the chairman of the President's Conference, who will give our students the background to participate following his presentation in political debates in is stemming from Israel throughout its history, followed then by an eight-second dilemma program where the students will be able to focus on the issues that Chayalim face while serving in Sava. Unbelievable. Yeah. So we look forward to an integrated and cross-divisional program today, bringing the spirit of Kushner as we roll double sixes. Our school is also 66 years old. Wow. Unbelievable. Mazal Tov, Chag Sameach. Everybody at Kushner, enjoy the day. It sounds like it's going to be incredible when you're talking about... Uh, uh, things that Israel has contributed. Don't forget ways. That's a big one. Yeah, right? sure. Oh, there's tons of stuff. Every time, every time as I'm stuck in traffic, I'm thinking of Israel. Ways, flash drives. And don't forget when it comes to Israeli sports that uh, some girl in Ashdod 35 years ago called me Olsi Peri Halavan. Don't forget that. Oh wow, that was a moment in <laughs> Jewish sports, sports history. history. <laughs> <laughs> How many?
many people remember O.C. Perry? Oh, gosh. I remember Israelis telling me they had never seen a black person until O.C. Perry came to Israel. And you know what's interesting? Last night, also, one of the lighters was uh, an Ethiopian woman. Right. And I, as she was talking about her story, I was thinking about this insanity of, of calling Israel an apartheid state. Oh. When tens of thousands of black Ethiopian Jews were brought by the state of Israel, were taken out, literally liberated from Africa to be reunited with their Jewish people after probably more than 2,000 years. And look how many are flourishing in Israel. They're flourishing. They're in the army. They're in industry. There are issues, obviously, like every other Aliyah, but they are doing so well. And... And and for people to go around in their ignorance and stupidity and unfortunately in anti-Semitism and say things, use words like apartheid, is just so insane. Five minutes after the hour, we are celebrating. It's Chag Ma'ut. Happy birthday, Israel!
J.M. and the A.M., happy 66th to Medinat Yisrael, as we celebrate on this 6th of E.R. J.M. and the A.M. By the way, we mentioned earlier that uh, 10 o'clock I'm going to speak to uh, Rabbi Reuven Ziegler, who's chairman of uh, the Koran Editorial Board. And uh, the topic is Rav Aaron Lichtenstein, because he's getting the Pras Yisrael today. You know what Koran has done? What? <laughs> they have a 66% yes, sale I know. through tomorrow in honor of Israel's 66th birthday. Right. And they're selling Yehuda Avner's prime ministers for 1948. Wow, that is cool. <laughs> at, I like at, it. At, at which point I commented, boy, I, I, I bet you people wish Israel was founded in 1748. <laughs> <laughs> There's a, and apparently... Yeah. And apparently, there are, if you go to their Facebook page, the Koran uh, publication uh, website or their Koran Facebook page, you can win in their raffle a complimentary dinner with Yehuda Avner. Wow. So that's cool. So that is that amazing. Out. That That's dinner with history. Yeah. Our friends at Koran are pulling out all the stops, to say the least. Also, I want to uh, give a special shout-out to Ilana Katz, listening to Chashmon Im. Thank you, Ilana. I also wanted to mention there was a question before about whether the Haftorah is said on non-Monday and Thursdays. The Sidor Yom Ha'atzmut that I saw last night says right. only on days you lane. seems that there's a machlok yeah, that we shown him on that. Or yeah. achronim, some would say. <laughs> uh, also, I wanted to thank Robert Katz for yesterday's Israel Memorial Day uh, special. And I Great want to thank show. Mayor Fertig, who's going to be sitting in tomorrow here at JM and the AIM as we drift back into a... Sphere format. You wanted to say, Spinger, Mr. Weinberg. Well, speaking of Koran, by the way, I just yeah. want to point out one of the books uh, that's on sale now is uh, called Adjusting Sites. And uh, in Hebrew, it's called Ti'um Kavanot. If you can read it in Hebrew, it is better. It's written by Harav Chaim Sabato. He's the Rosh Yeshiva oh. of the Yeshiva Hezder of Ma'ale Adumim. And it is about his experiences in the Yom Kippur War. But it is written as a novel in an unbelievably beautiful, artistic, and Jewish style, uh, constantly um, referencing different mikorot, psukim, the rambam, and, and the whole language of it is, is so beautiful. That's why it loses a lot in the translation, and yet it is worth reading even in English. In English, it's called Adjusting Sights, S-I-G-H-T-S, by Chaim Sabato. It's on the Koran um, website. Um, and it reminded me, when I, when I was thinking of it, it reminded me to talk about some of the people that were high officers in the IDF who were Shomrei Torah Mitzvot and Yirei Shamayim, because somehow people think that they don't go together, that, the, the, that serving in the Israeli army and being a Yirei Shamayim somehow don't mix. And it, some of the names that just came up, Roe Klein, Roe Klein, who was a commander in, in the uh, infantry unit in Lebanon, and when there was a grenade thrown at his unit, and he understood 
that he can save countless lives of the other soldiers if he throws himself on the grenade, threw himself on the grenade and screamed out, Shema Yisrael, Hashem Elokeinu, Hashem Echad, the soldiers in, who were saved by him, who are not religious, who quote-unquote are secular, say that they hear in their head the scream of Shema Yisrael every single day. Nachshon Waxman, who was kidnapped by the Hamas. Dror Weinberg, Nachum, who I think you were at his shiva, if I'm not mistaken, you went to Israel for his shiva. Certainly was, who at was the Hebron massacre. Right, who was a, a tremendous commander in the paratroopers. Chaim Sabata, who we just mentioned. Emmanuel Moreno, who was... His, he was the best of the best of the best to the extent that he was on such secret missions that his picture cannot be published even today now that he's been dead for several years already. Those are a few of the names. And, of course, Uriel and Eli Raz Peretz. J.M. in the A.M. at 13 minutes after 8 o'clock. We are celebrating Yom Ha'atzmaut today. By the way, Jason Coppell, who was one of the speakers last night at a Rottenberg Shul, he's from APAC, the Brooklyn, Queens, and Staten Island Division. He wrote to me, how incredible the event was last evening, and just uh, another unbelievable uh, account of what went on yesterday in Flatbush, Brooklyn, to honor the day, the day that is uh, designated to celebrate Israel. Also, a big shout-out to Nefesh Benefesh, who continue to bring people uh, to Israel, whether it's during the Amatzmot season or otherwise. It's incredible what they're doing. The lone soldiers, the people that are serving the state of Israel, excuse me, that are serving the state of Israel, People that make themselves known as soldiers or former soldiers of the IDF. It's, it's just amazing how many and from what backgrounds and from what countries. It's incredible what they're doing. And we salute them on this day here at JM in the AM. Where are we heading to on our music uh, here at uh, our Yom Ha'atzmaut celebration, Mr. Weingarten? We could do number six. There we go. We'll do this one. 201-209-9368 if you want to contribute to our special. If you want to toss in a few words in celebration of Yom Ha'atzmaut on Israel's 66th birthday, 201-209-9368 at JM in the AM. I'm not 
in the AM. It's 201-209-9368. Happy Yom HaTzmaut. Good morning. You're on the air. Hi, Nachal. I am Boy Andrew. Hey, Manishma. Baruch Hashem. Nachal, I want to tell you that I also, t- I daven by Rabbi Rothenberg. And what happened there last night, you know, they say that there's a tree grows in Brooklyn. <laughs> yeah. Well, last night there was an Etz Chaim that grew in Brooklyn. Ooh, nice. Uh, everyone was there absolutely amazed at what happened and where it happened, especially to arouse the recognition of the Achdus for Eretz Yisrael. Uh, obviously, Nachum, uh, online, uh, can't be, I mean, there's not enough words to say about him, but uh, I want to tell you that uh, we even used Ari Boy and you speakers last night <laughs> at the, uh, <laughs> you know, at the uh, shul and I was wondering if in your files you could possibly, I don't know, I know it's uh, Sira, Kaveret has a song called Medina Tana. I don't know if you're familiar with it, sure. if you can find oh, it. Oh, yeah, and, Ma- uh, Mayor, will have, it. Mayor will have it for us in a second. That's a great idea. Okay. I think I have. And uh, let me just say one last thing. Uh, now, uh, Malcolm, again, repeated how important it is to learn the past uh, and the history so we can prepare our grandchildren and teach them for the survival of the future. And I also remind you that I took you up on your challenge several years ago. You challenged people to show up in Israel and Yom Asmaud, and <laughs> I did. And then three days later, I showed up again in Hebron and saw you there also. Remember so that? You're a great Yashikoya for all the work you do, and... To and Am Yisrael Chai. thank you so much. Medina Medina Chama is Mir- no Medina Tana. No, I know, I know, but there's also Medina Chama. Is that is a that Pugi? Miron Minster. That's something else. Yeah, that's a whole different thing. Yeah, I don't know if it's a real Medina song. I don't know what the reference is. Hi, you're on the air. Chag Hatzmut Sameach. Hello, you're on the air. Chag Sameach. Hell, oh, there we go. Hello, you're on the By air. By the way, if they'd be living in Israel, they wouldn't be having such difficulty with the phone lines. The phone system in Israel is much better. Really? Oh, for sure. It makes you the say cell, that. The cell phones in Israel? Are you kidding? So this is anti. This is uh, against the tradition that Bezek is horrible. Now, when it comes to cell phones, Israel. Everybody better. has a cell phone. It's much cheaper than in America. You can call America for free. It's it's crazy. You're on the air. Hi. Hi, good morning, Nachum. This is Ronnie and Larry Birnbaum. Is the flag flying on Avenue J? Yes, once again, we are proud to say we will be flying the beautiful Israeli flag in our window today. So, everybody in Brooklyn. Tadaraba. And yes, uh, Yom Hatzmah does live wonderfully. 
We had an excellent program last night in Flappish Park Jewish Center under the auspices of Rabbi Pearlson. He did an excellent, excellent job, with uh, chaired by our two wonderful rising stars, Sylvia and Ronan Fuchsbrumer, and we were proud to celebrate with Sila Chagigi, <laughs> films and Israeli food. So again, Chag Sameach to everybody in Jersey City from us in Brooklyn. You guys are number one. Thank you. Everyone say hi to Ronnie and Larry when you go to J Drugs and wish them a Chag Sameach. I got, by the way, I got, I got a text message from somebody who um, I have gotten to know over the last month or so is an amazing person by the name of Mati Burstein. And um, he mentions that last night at Rabbi Rottenberg's shul, and he obviously was there as well, the picture of the Jets over Auschwitz was shown Ooh. at that event. So, Mati, thank you for that, and thank you for everything else. That is a very powerful photo and video. Hi, you're on the air. Chag Sameach. Good morning, Chag Sameach. My name is Michael. Uh, I'd like to thank you for this inspiring program. Thank you. This day always reminds me of... Uh, about 55 years ago, I was a student, junior high student in Tehran, Iran. Right. And we celebrated this day. I was a member of Boy Scout by name of Khalut organization. And we celebrated at that day. And always remind me, great, great uh, day we had uh, at that time. Uh, I, I'm, I'm speechless. I think you've been with us on the air before, right? I, I think I called you... I don't remember a few months ago. This is another uh, another program you had. I don't remember. How, oh, maybe it was Tubishva. How did I think so? How did people? How did people in Iran in that era stay focused on Israel? You mentioned the youth group. I'm sure that was important. But was was Israel always part of your education? Was it spoken about at home a lot? You know, it was always, especially especially uh, uh, part of the Jewish community in Tehran, Kurdish community. Always, I, I'm Kurdish. I'm, I was I was born in Kurdistan, Iran. Right. I speak Aramaic, and this uh, Israel always was in our mind. Always. Unbelievable. Tadaraba. Thank. You. Oh, I'm sorry. Thank you for enhancing our Yom Atzmoot celebration. Unbelievable. Talk about kibbutz Goliot. Yeah. We do a, uh, a Yom Atzmoot celebration. We have people from all backgrounds and. All eras checking in with us here at JM and the AM. 201-209-9368. Mayor Weingarten minutes ago handed me a box. Not a large box, not bigger than a bread box. A small little, I don't know, I'd call this maybe a jewelry box. Would that be uh, yeah. okay, a ring box? It looks like a ring box. Yeah, okay, that's a good But you've asked me not one. to open it. Right. So if you take a look at the inside, just be careful when you open it. Should I open it? Yeah, sure. You'll see a coin. <laughs> oh my god there's a coin in there and the coin that you're looking at was minted may i touch it or not yeah sure was minted in the year 133 ce and it was in the second year of the bar kochva revolt well first of all if your name was naftali bennett you'd be criticized for taking this out right. of israel in fact naftali bennett did hold up such a coin on cnn that that's absolutely true and he got yelled at well, because you're not allowed to take this only, out of Israel. Only Haaretz yelled at him. Just a moment to have the Jersey City police standing <laughs> by to take you into custody. Only Haaretz yelled at him. Yeah, I know. I'm kidding. But um, and the point. So that one second, he, give me the year one more time. One thirty-three. One thirty-three. Right. We're and talking about nineteen hundred years ago. The Beit Hamikdash was destroyed in seventy. Right. This was the second attempt of the Jewish people to rebel against the Romans and declare independent state. This was in the second year. The whole revolt, that whole independent state, these coins that were very crudely minted, set on them, either Yerushalayim or Yisrael. 
the whole thing lasted for three years. And one year after this coin was minted, the revolt was crushed. And the coins, all the coins of the Bar Kokhba rebellion, the Bar Kokhba kingdom, I should say, got buried under rubble and the destroyed homes, the destroyed lives of, of Judea. And there they sat till the heirs of their minters, which is us, returned and uncovered them. And if you think about the, the fellow who minted that coin, right? The fellow who minted it. He had no way of knowing who would end up holding that coin, that Nachum Siegel would help end up holding that coin on Yom Ha'atzma'ut, the 66th of the State of Israel. And that we would be celebrating a Yerushalayim, that we would be celebrating a state of Israel that is not three years old or two years old, but 66 years old, and that is growing, that is under Jewish sovereignty, it's ever expanding, it's bursting at the seams with new construction, it is bursting at the seams with new citizens, it now has 8 million people living in it, it has issued many coins and many bills, and the shekel that is now the coin of the <laughs> land, is stronger than the dollar. And I would imagine that if the minter of this coin and his mentors, who were Rabbi Akiva and Bar Kokhva, would look down upon us today, they would have to be smiling. So we've been blessed. We've been blessed very much to think that we can hold that coin and know how much they've gone through and what we today can see. And you know, it also ties into Sefirat HaOmer. There are those who believe that the Talmidim of Rabbi Akiva um, were killed during the Bar Kofa revolt. The Gemara right. talks about 22,000. It's not clear what happens. We never understood what that means. How could it be... And and some scholars believe, not everybody, but some scholars believe that they were the followers, the Talmudim of Rabbi Akiva, the followers of Rabbi Akiva. Rabbi Akiva was the biggest supporter of the Bar Kofa revolt. And uh, that they were killed, brutally killed by the Romans when they crushed the revolt. So, uh, and, and by the way, one of the, um, one of the, we show, one of the Gaonim mentions that the Talmudim of Rabbi Akiva were killed in Shmad. Shmad means that the, that the Romans killed. Right anyone who wanted to learn Torah. So it's amazing that we can really, we, we, we can celebrate today with the historic perspective of where we stand versus where our forefathers stood before us. If you want to see the coin from the second century, go right now to uh, our Facebook update page, Jewish Radio World with Nahum Siegel, Jewish Radio World with Nahum Siegel. The post says coin from second century. That is me, or my hand, I should say, holding the coin, that's one side of it. It's uh, pretty amazing. That's the coin that Mayor Weingarten is referring to, and that will end up getting him arrested before he leaves here today. Thank you very much. Uh, a pleasure. Uh, it's just a, a, incredible when you think about the early days of the state. It could have gone the same way. Right, right. 47, 48, 49. I mean, it, it could have gone the same way, this attempt to actually declare independence. And I bet a lot of the naysayers were saying, just like today, a lot of the naysayers were saying, hey, this ain't going to last, or, you know, we're giving their six-month prediction or their one-year prediction or three years, whatever the case Listen, may be. We're referring back to Jewish history, how these revolts right. or these establishments That's don't right. last too long. Right. And look what has and, happened. And, you know, there, Rabbi Wine wrote an article last week. I don't know if you got to read it. 
But he says that, you know, there was a rabbinic leader back in the day when the state of Israel was founded that said, it won't last for more than 15 years. It can't last, right. you know, and so forth and so on. And here we are. Unbelievable. We should we should continue. We should be blessed to continue and celebrate. When is the dinner celebration in honor of Rabbi Wine? Is that tomorrow night? I think there's a dinner tomorrow night, if I'm not mistaken, in honor of Rabbi Wine. I apologize that I have not informed everybody of that. 201-209-9368. You're on the air. Chag Sameach. Ah, oh, Rabbi Orly, and how was the kibud kal today at the Young Israel? It wasn't so, so kal, it was pretty kavod. Ah. <laughs> it was heavy duty stuff. Kol kavod to the kibud kavod. <laughs> uh, the blue and white kiddush went over very well, and almost all the blue and white cookies went. And we oh, almost finished the, the last bottle of Israeli scotch. There was a brand called Green Scotland. Uh, which was a, a copy of a, a scotch, what they couldn't call it scotch because it's made in Israel. And uh, they don't make it anymore. Last time I was in Israel, I tried to buy a bottle. A guy told me that it's um, not made anymore because the imported uh, real scotch is not so expensive now. So uh, this is the, the last of the Mohegans. <laughs> Boy, you're more <laughs> courageous than I am. When I go to Israel, I just bring back some Chevron grape juice. That's about it. Uh-huh, uh-huh. <laughs> Well, I, as I said, the last few years I've been using this, but uh, we're down for the last, I think, one more Yomad's word to the last. Mirza Yeah. yeah. Well, I was at the Yeshiva Flappers program last night. It was just magnificent, really magnificent. Oh, they do an incredible was, uh, job each year. Over 100 kids in the choir, and it was just uh, outstanding. Your hair stands on edge uh, to see that, to hear them singing. Yeah, Yeshiva Flatbush, it's the, uh, it's the, it's one of their highlights of the year. They're just incredible. Yeah, and by the way, their Yom HaShoah presentation awesome. was also awesome. Awesome. Amazing. Yeah. I have a few of these evenings. Thank you okay. so much, Rabbi Orlin. Moadim Simcha Gulash Lema. is right. By the way, a word to our friends at Manigut Yudit. I don't know, they used to do their dinner on Shushan Purim. I don't know why they switched to Yom HaTzmut. But, okay. but you guys are doing us a disservice. You gotta, you gotta move, if you, if it's gonna remain this week, you gotta move the dinner to the next night. This way a lot of the people who want to go to Tfilat Chagigit can go. And a lot of the programs that need attendance and want attendance and people to come to hear their speakers, etc., will be able to come. And then the next night you make the dinner. Mm. And by the way, if you make the Manhi Good dinner the next night, like tonight for instance, instead of last night, then all the speakers for the programs on Yom Ha'atzmut, could be you guys. Could be oh, you guys. Could be the guys who are in point. from Israel to do it. So, money good. Please reconsider. I don't know why they moved the dinner uh, this time of year anyway. Anyway, my little rant on the topic you of that money good. You're dinner. entitled. Thank you very much. I appreciate that. You got some music for us as we yeah, celebrate. Yeah, by Here request. Here we go. Medina by request from Kavedet. Here they are at JM in the AM.
J.M. and the A.M. with Medina Ktana, Kaveret. Chag Sameach here at J.M. and the A.M. 201-209-9368 to join us. Oh, I see what's happening here. Can't keep up with all the... Technical stuff that's going on. Well, yeah. The technological progress. Well, no, just the opposite. So many things are broken. <laughs> I, I don't realize what's breaking <laughs> when. Hi, you're on the air. Chag Sameach. Good morning. Chag Sameach. It's Judy. It's a fantastic program. Thank you. Thank you, Judy. Oh, listen, Mayor. I don't want to go on the air. You're, you're on, on the, the air. air. You're on the air. Oh. You want, it, you want Mayor to call you later? <laughs> no, I'm overwhelmed. It's so beautiful. I was at the Yeshiva Flappers last night. I wish I could have been at everything. I thank the both of you for everything you do to enhance and beautify, make the Jewish people proud people, and the Eretz Yisrael an outstanding place to be and to live. Thank, thank you, you so, so much. much. Thank you thank so you, much. Judy. Amen. Judy Shapiro, by the way, is the unofficial uh, president of my fan club, so she says. Really? Yeah. I didn't even know you had a fan club. I, I don't. Can I join? I don't have a fan what club. What does she charge for membership? I, I don't know. You can speak to can her. I, ne- I have nothing to do with it because I don't have a fan club. Can but I ne- she's the president. Can I it. negotiate a good deal with her? <laughs> I think you get honorary can membership. Could you let her know that I want the three-year if you pay for two? You get honorary membership year. considering that whatever I am is because of you. You know what I mean? On radio. so uh, I want the third-year free, Judy. You and my mommy. <laughs> I want one of those uh, health club deals. Okay. Third year free. You get it. <laughs> Maybe I can get that kind of deal. That sounds like a good deal. By the way, I'm saluting on this. You're, you're going to be shocked by this one. I am saluting on this Yom Ha'atzmaut. Yeah. Any popular, world-renowned international star 
like Justin Timberlake. Oh, yes. I who's agree. declared that they're heading to Israel for amazing performance. Against the BDS Correct. movement, the boycott, divest, and sanction. And there are a lot of them. There's a whole list of stars. Right. Whether you like their music or not, I don't care. These right. are well-known people, international celebrities, who have declared that they are heading to Israel. Some already have announced their concert dates. Right. Oh, you heard the big controversy with the... Uh, with Shavuos. Was it the Rolling Stones? Yeah, Shavuos. With Shavuos and the yes, Rolling Stones? Yes. So I know of one person who's actually staying in, tel- in the Tel Aviv for wow. Shavuos. It's one day Shavuos. One day Shavuos in Israel, yes. So they're staying in Tel Aviv for Shavuos and they go to the concert. Okay. For, is that great? They can roll right out of yeah. Shavuos into the Rolling Stones. <laughs> Isn't that great? Rock and roll. <laughs> By the way, um, so the Rolling Stones also get a big, big, big right, and 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 on the other end of the spectrum is this this whatever his name is Waters. Oh, the um, Pink Floyd guy. Pink Floyd guy who is just Roger Waters. Roger Waters. I mean, he he. I, I have no problem calling him an anti-Semite because it, this is anti-Semitism. This is not just being critical of Israel. To, to single out Israel amongst all the dictatorships in the area, amongst all the Arab countries f- where a woman can't drive, and he's singling out Israel as, as a place that doesn't have human rights and so forth. I mean, it's just, it's incredible. Uh. So we have to protest him as well, and we have to thank and encourage uh, all those who do go. And, w- w- you know, um, what was her name? Um, Scarlett uh, Johansson, oh, Scarlett Johansson, who obviously was uh, was a, a tremendous uh, um, influence, influence, and 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 inspiration for people in Israel, where she stood up against the BDS movement and said, you know, I'm standing with Israel. You know, you know what Netanyahu said to her? What? Frankly. Scarlet, Scarlet. <laughs> we do give up. <laughs> That's great. All right, I got to do this song. You're going to kill me, but I got to do it. I know what you're going to do. Which you're song? More, you're more than welcome. No, not having a gila. Oh, not having. You thought it was having a gila? Yeah, I thought so. What's the other one in our, our in our thirty years know. together? What's the other one that 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 you and I that you or I roll our eyes whenever we play? Machar? I don't know. No, we played Machar earlier. I know. You ready? I go. Oh, that's okay. <laughs> that's fine. Hey, I'm Shoshana De- Damari with Kalaniot. And I am dedicating this to Gevaret Weingarten. Thank you so much. I dedicated it to Mrs. Weingarten. My Gevaret Weingarten, Chag Sameach to you from all of us at JM in the AM. <laughs> Thank you. 
Well, uh, Archaim in Toronto has never won the Sarachek tournament, but Archaim in Toronto <laughs> has won the Chidona Tanakh, the International Bible Contest. Congratulations. To, I'm sure the whole school is celebrating today. You know, if, if some schools give off the day after the hockey championship if they right. win, then they certainly should give off if the Chidona Tanakh wins. This kid will be the most popular kid in the Schools school. Schools give off after the hockey championship? You never heard that? No. Yeah, it's an old tradition that really never happens, but everyone <laughs> likes talking about it. <laughs> well, they should definitely give off. Either that or they should have, uh, you know, more, more Tanakh study. Right. That would be a way to celebrate. Let's all open up our Tanakhs. Kids will be cursing out that kid I'm forever. sure. <laughs> That's right. You had to win. You couldn't come in second like every other American and Canadian kid. J.M. and the A.M., you're on the air. Chag Sameach. Yeah, hi, I'm on the air. Yep. Hello? You are on the air. Chag Sameach. Oh, okay, um, this is Devar Leitner. Hi, I just hi. wanted to say that I'm in my high 50s, and I've never been to Israel. 
And I get comments, well, you know, like you should be ashamed of yourself, but I want you to know after this show, I really, really feel I was in Israel. It's really a great show. Well, you, thank you. You really feel really good, like, listening to it. Thank you. The only thing that made me very tired was listening about those pilots going so often. <laughs> yeah. One of, the, one of the reasons I don't go is because of the trip. Well, the, I'll, tell you, oh, I'll, Devorah, t- I'll tell you one thing. The trip is getting longer as I get older. That's true. Yeah. But, <laughs> but Devorah, I just want to mention to you that I, I appreciate what you're saying, that, that listening to the show makes you feel like you're there, but you're not, and you got to go. Yeah. No question about it. No, no criticism. Just, yeah. that, just them is the facts. Everyone's got to make the trip. you got to go. JM in the AM, um, Mayor Weingarten uh, shared with me a, an amazing video. Uh, our friends at Nefesh Benefesh have put out a Yom Atzmo 2014 video where 66 Israeli heroes share a powerful message about the 66 years of the state of Israel. Essentially, and you mentioned to me off the air that this has been done with other major addresses in history, essentially different Israelis are asked to either read part of or recite part of or just give Amer- their feelings Americans. about. It was done with the Gettysburg Address. No, I'm where... talking about this. I'm talking about Yom I'm talking about the one right. that Nefesh Benefesh did. Right. So they were asked to either give their feelings or to actually recite part of the Israeli Declaration of Independence, mm-hmm. and hence we have the following. And Mayor's going to intersperse by telling us who some of these personalities are. David Ben-Gurion. The land of Israel is the birthplace and the home of the Jewish people. That was Nathan Sharansky. religious, spiritual, and political identity was formed. Here we achieved our independence and created cultural values. You skipped Shachar Peir, the great tennis player? And gave the world the eternal book of books. Am Yisrael Chai. That was Rabbi Yisrael Meir Loud, a former chief rabbi of Israel. Exiled from our land, we kept our faith in foreign countries. To return to our homeland and to renew our independence. Coming up now, Gilad Shalit. That was the whole Gilad Shalit. Was just Ami Yisrael. Yeah, he said just Ami He's a shy guy. We strove in every generation to return to our ancient homeland. And in recent times, we have arrived in numbers, pioneers, and defenders. Flourishing in the wilderness, reviving the Hebrew language, building cities, villages, and towns. Near Barakat, mayor of Jerusalem. With our own economy and culture. Loving peace, but knowing how to defend ourselves. We brought the blessing of progress to all people in our country. Am Yisrael Chai. Am Yisrael Chai. By virtue of our natural and historic rights, we declared the establishment of a Jewish state in the land of Israel. That was Geula Cohen. She looks better than you described.
The survivors of Europe, as well as Jews from other lands, proclaim their right to a life of dignity and freedom. And undeterred by hazards, hardships, and obstacles, we have tried unceasingly to come home. Next. Who's that? Am Israel Chai. Coming. That's Yael Arad. Wow. She was the first Israeli medalist winner in the Jewish Olympics. Person. And to give the Jewish people the status of an equal And I think that was the first the Ethiopian family. rabbi in Israel, if I'm not mistaken, before Yael Arad. Not listed, but it's a bit. The state of Israel opened her gates. To Jewish immigration and the gathering of the exiles. We strive to develop the land. For the Nefesh Benefesh Yom Atzmo 2014 video. We highly recommend it. Rami Kleinstein. Oh, he was on the air with us at the Nevesh Benevesh uh, Tekes. Israel was founded on the values of liberty, justice, and peace. As yeah, I think that's him. Of Israel. And would uphold social and political that's Joseph Gitler. He's the founder so and chairman of Leket. Religion, race, or sex. Israel ensured freedom of conscience and religion. Education, culture, and language. And the safeguarding of the sanctity of the holy places. Those are representatives of the Israel national football team, it looked like. Ah, oh, nice. Near Barakat. There they are. Coming up soon, Prime Minister Netanyahu. That wasn't him. They always save him for... Uh, we appeal to the Jewish people throughout the diaspora. That was Tal Brody. That was Tal Brody. Looks pretty good, the old guy. And coming up, someone you know, Nachum, you'll say who it is. That. Oh, Rabbi Fass. Founder of Nefesh Benefesh. And last but not least, the president. That was Rav Ma- the voice of Rav Maimon saying to Shekhyanu at the signing of the Declaration of Independence on Hey Iyar, 1948. Unbelievable. 201-209-9368. You're live on the air. Chag Sameach. Chag Sameach. Good morning. My name is Alman. Uh, I told the story Sunday night in Staten Island in Israel. I'm sorry, in uh, to uh, Yehuda Avner, who was my guest at the Israel Bond get together. I was driving in Yerushalayim last year, and alongside me, when I was stopped at a red light, an Arab woman drove up and stopped. She had her windows down with a uh, beautiful brand new car, and my windows were down. So I told her, I says, "Aren't you happy you're driving in Israel instead of Saudi Arabia?" I just wanted to say, <laughs> very and, good. And may we, and may we we, we we rejoice until Mashiach comes. Thank you very much. Amen. Thank you. If you want that, um, you want to see that video, and, and we encourage everybody. It's so emotionally emotional and beautiful. 
Um, you can go to the YouTube Nefesh Benefesh channel. They have their own channel, Nefesh Benefesh. Or you can just do a search on YouTube, Yom Ha'atzma'ot 2014, 66 Israeli heroes um, is the name of it. I want to thank uh, Robert Katz, who was here yesterday for our Yom HaZikaron program. I want to thank Mayor Furtick. He's going to be here tomorrow. Yeah. I was, Yay to both. I, I proposed that you do tomorrow's show, and then I said we can't make you come here two days in a row. Yes. Thank you very much for that. Well, thank Mayor Furtick. Otherwise, you would have been. I thank Mayor Furtick. Yeah. Why would you even think of proposing that I do tomorrow's <laughs> <laughs> You want me to take your name off the list? JM and the AM as we celebrate Chag Ha'atzma'ut. It is Israel Independence Day. 66 years later, think about it. Think about it today with your students, with your family, with your teachers, with your siblings, with your colleagues, with your grandparents, with your grandchildren. Think about it. How amazing this world is and what it means to have a uh, a free state of Israel, one of democracy, one of freedom, and to celebrate no matter where you are on this globe. It's an incredible first 66 years. Hi, you're on the air. Good morning. Hi, this is Ronnie Hirsch. Morning. Wow, Ronnie How Hirsch. Are you? So I was one of the... Uh, one of the uh, Organizers. Organized, right. So, um, of the of the event in Flappish at the Rottenberg Shul, we should just be uh, Rottenberg Shul. So I just want to make one comment. I don't know if anybody made it before, but uh, of the of the uh, 500 or so people that uh, came last night, most of the people, 90 percent, I want to say, were 50 years old and older. And uh, I, I think that what 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 uh, what uh, took place last night was a beginning. And what would be terrific is if the follow-up would be that uh, projects to uh, build up awareness in the community for the importance of the state of Israel and for the importance of the uh, of, of what took place in the Holocaust and its impact on our lives is uh, magnified in the future for the uh, for the community in Flatbush. Um, and uh, I think that will uh, that will uh, help events like last night grow into uh, more profound uh, into uh, something much more profound in the future. Well, Kolakavod, you're 100 very much right for your role in doing it, and I really think it's a groundbreaking event in the Flappers community. Yeah, Sorry, this accomplishment so far is pretty amazing. JM in the AM, Chag Sameach, everybody. Thanks for joining us as we continue on this Yom Ha'atzma'ut to get set to wrap things up. Don't forget. 9 o'clock, Ellie Hagler with a brand new edition of the OU Jewish Reaction Show coming up between 9 and 10. And then at 10 o'clock, Rabbi Ruben Ziegler joins me. We discuss the life and the incredible, continuous career of Aaron Lichtenstein, who was uh, feted today with Pras Yisrael in the Holy Land. This is JM in the AM. <laughs>
J.M. in the A.M. <laughs> Mark Zomik uh, puts on Facebook, just got in the car to the airport. Driver was listening to J.M. in the A.M. Thank you, whoever safely got Mark to the airport. Ellie Hagler. Rebbiton Judy Steinig, the Associate Director of Community Engagement of the OU, speaks about the upcoming programming for the recently retired. Takes place in the five towns. Sessions will be given on family dynamics, healthy eating lifestyle, and enhancing your retirement. That happens next between 9 and 10. And, of course, uh, the conversation I mentioned with Harry Ziegler about the uh, incredible career of Aaron Lichtenstein coming up between 10 and 11 on our stream at jmnam.org. Our brothers and sisters in Israel, we are with you. It's your favorite America's one and only Jewish moments in the morning radio program. Heard on listeners sponsored WFMU East Orange, WMFU Mount Hope, Rockland County at 91.9 on the FM dial and around the world on the web, jmnam.org. Mayor Weingarten, Todaraba. Thank you for enhancing everyone's Yom Atzmod, Israel Independence Day. And Chag Sameach to you, Moadim Simchali Gulash Lema. Chag Sameach Nachum, and thank you as always for giving me the opportunity. A pleasure. Tomorrow, Mayor Fertig will be here. I'm back on Thursday. Stay with the stream all day long. JMAM.org. NahumSiegel.com. 9 at 9 is tonight. 9 p.m. Don't forget to vote on the uh, 9 at 9 link at the very top at NahumSiegel.com. And have a fabulous Yom Ha'atzmut. Chag Sameach, everybody. Till next time, Nahum Siegel reminding you, remember the past, live the present, and trust the future.